Hey Gems, it's your girl Chantel, the Gem herself. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of King Can Tell with Chantel the Gem. Now, y'all, today we're going to talk about a little bit of a touchy subject, okay? I actually got two that I want to tap on today. Now, we're going to tap on them kind of lightly, okay? I'm not going to tap dance on them. I'm going to kind of tap them, you know, old school Facebook poke them. And then, you know, we're going to see what we what, what reactions we get. Um, now, eventually, I would like to do an in-depth actual show about all the topics that I do. Because I feel like all the topics that I touch on, at least once in a while, um, deserve some actual coverage. Okay? But with this being a podcast that I'm trying to create for those that are busy, those with ADHD, and those that do not have the time to sit down to listen to an hour episode, um, we just gonna tap on that lightly, we gonna poke it, poke, you know, first of all, ADHD moment, do y'all remember that little video that went around about the girl poking, oh, you just gonna poke her, huh, <laughs> do y'all remember that video, is that just, I don't know why that video, like, stick with me, but it was funny as heck. Um, the girl was like in the kitchen with her man and was like, oh, you just gonna poke her, huh? Oh, so you poke her face, huh? Like it was just, okay. <laughs> anyway, y'all, so let's get into these, these subjects. Now, today, the question of the day, okay, because I told y'all I'm gonna do it in different places of the episode from now on. Um, to get the question of the day, you must listen to the topics. What? That's crazy. Because I have people who are talking to me about the question, but they obviously didn't listen to the rest of the episode because they are answering in a way that it's very obvious that you didn't listen to the rest of it. So I will let you know when the question of the day is. It's not right this moment. Um, so the two things that I want to touch on is female friendship breakups. Now, this may go for men too. And men, please do holla at your girl and let me know if you are of the male species and, you know, or a masculine presenting, you know, whatever. Just go ahead and hit me up and let me know if this pertains to you too. But I have gone through quite a few friendship breakups and a lot of the time this was before I got actually diagnosed with ADHD and PTSD a lot of the time it was because of lack of um, understanding when it came to how I operate and it for the other person it seemed like I was either dismissing them or um like I was too uh removed Okay, I'm, I'm going to get into that a little bit. Um, but I also want to tell you about the other topic. The other topic is also, okay, we're going to talk about black women and their mothers. I love talking about this. Why? Because not enough people talk about this. And it is such widespread. And I know this because after I talk about it, I have people who go, yo, you too? Um, yeah, this is one of those Me Too movements. Um, uh, LOL, right? That was, that was a little, did y'all see what I did there? Anyway, um, so let's, let's get started with the, the friendship breakup thing. Okay. So 
I am rainbow gay, right? I am so gay that when I cough, glitter comes out, right? Um, now, being, navigating female friendships, especially today, is a lot difficult. Now, um, I'm, okay, it's very difficult, not a lot difficult, grammar, Shanto, um, for several reasons, okay? Now, even if I wasn't, um, you know, into women in a, in a romantic way, um, from what I hear from my, my straight allies is that it's, it's difficult finding female friends in your late 20s to begin with, right? You've already established, you know, kind of how your life looks a little bit. Um, you are healing from trauma. There's this whole wave about knowing thyself. You know, you want to travel. You want to get with girls and do brunch and things like that. But a lot of people have kids. Um, you know, like everybody's schedules conflict. There's a nine to five involved. There's a couple different nine to fives involved. You know, like it's, it's not as, you know, genuinely like, oh, we both eat at the same place in college, right? I see you get your milkshake. I like those two. And then you just drum up a conversation. And then all of a sudden that's my, you know, that's been my ace for 15 years type thing. Um, finding female friends in your late twenties is difficult. There's so many things that play into it right now humor me and add on to the fact that you're gay right (laughs) add on to the fact that you are into women romantically right and then when it comes out that you're into women romantically they either a kind of abuse that a little bit and flirt with you and do all these other things that are really inappropriate for just a regular friendship you know to each his own you know I know that there's gray areas and some people enjoy that kind of thing but for me if you're my friend you're my friend right I don't really like blurring the lines um I know right to say that I feel like there's lines there's not lines it's just the way that my brain goes is I am really gay. So if you gonna flirt with me or do whatever, be prepared. I will snatch you up. Okay. That kind of energy. Um, y'all know those memes and things that are like, you wanna be my friend, you wanna be my friend, friend, or <laughs> those things make me laugh because but it's the truth though, because in my history of navigating the friendship world, um, I have come across several different situations where the women want to have non-friends, they want to be friends with benefits, but still call themselves straight and still play with your emotions. It's, it's real messy out here in these streets. So that's one aspect of it, okay? Now, also imagine that you're gay, okay, or you're into females, and the person that you're trying to be friends with thinks that because you like females that you must like them. Ha! Um, and I don't mean to sound, you know, cocky or whatever, uh, but don't flatter yourself, boo-boo. Um... <laughs> put that down um a lot of different things to navigate right that's my point there's a lot of different things to navigate so okay let's take it a step further 
say that you have ADHD and PTSD, right? So the way that you interact with people is different. You're not going to always text back. Why? Not because you don't want to text back, but because you thought you text back and you fucking forgot. Or because you picked up your phone, you read the message, something happened, you put your phone down and you walked the fuck away. Because that is what ADHD is. If it does not sit in your brain long enough, you will forget. And there's even cases of, I've been thinking about this shit for the last two weeks and I still forgot. But because they want to be, you know, obviously they want to make sure that they have your attention and all those other women are very emotional creatures. So you're not texting back, you're, you know, kind of distant when it comes to like messaging back um or calling or whatever honest to god i forgot it sounds cliche and then it sounds made up but honest to god i forgot i am not purposely ignoring you okay i am not purposely trying to push you to the side i am not purposely you know not messaging you first i honest to god forgot When you are in a relationship with someone with ADHD, PTSD, CPTSD, chronic PTSD, when you're in a relationship with someone who has mental struggles, okay, diagnosed mental struggles, when you're a friend of someone who is going through those kinds of things, I'm not going to cap. You're kind of going to be the one who reaches out first sometimes. A majority of the time, honestly. At least when it comes to me. And again, y'all, this is one of these open discussions. I would love to know your response on this. But at least when it comes to me. Okay. Because there's days where it takes all of my energy to get out of bed. And you think that because I didn't message you that day that I was like, yo, F her, like, fuck her. Like, nah, that's not the case. The case is that I really spent all of my energy getting me out of bed. And the remaining of my energy is into the several different streams of income that I have to keep my house afloat. But women are emotional creatures. So... You're not messaging, you're not texting back, you're not interacting, you are distant, you're, you know, do you not want to be friends with me? Um, Do I not matter to you? Would you rather be friends with other people? Can I, okay, I'm going to break away from that for just a second and be shout out to my mains, okay? Shout out to my mains, and I shout them out all the fucking time. Why? Because we don't have to talk every day. We don't have to talk every day. We have literally gone off of the fucking radar for months and we come back and it's still like we never left. Why? Because we're adults. We have lives. One of my best friends is fucking married. I went to his goddamn wedding. And before that, I couldn't tell you that we talked every goddamn day. Could not tell you that. Why? Because we were living our lives. But best believe that if something was to ever happen to me or that I needed anything and vice versa... I know who the hell to call because we are adults. There is a thing that I have learned through therapy and I don't mean to keep saying because we are adults. Everybody's an adult, right? What I've learned in therapy is that there's a thing called high maintenance friends and low maintenance friends, right? 
the high maintenance friends need you to talk to them every day. I'm running to Target. I want you to come with. They need the attention every day. Okay. Sometimes those relationships are more dependent, codependent than they are actually healthy. Because in the instance that one of those two parties are in a relationship, then it kind of seems a little bit like, well, you're in a relationship now, you're not paying me attention, what are we going to do, right? So it's, it's not exactly always healthy. Then you have low maintenance friends. Low maintenance friends are honestly my, my bread and butter, okay? And I'm not saying that, you know, it's lit over here, but it kind of is. Because the friends that I have in my life, I can check on every two, three days, every two, three weeks and be like, yo, you breathing, you good, what's happening with you? How's mom, how's dad, how's sister, how bro? Like, and then check the fuck out. <laughs> Why? Because I am living my best life or attempting to, you get what I'm saying? And not every day is going to be a day where I'm gonna have time to sit down and talk to you, okay? These, this is not the era of the golden girl, right? where you can literally come together at the end of every day and have a discussion about what the hell happened. Okay, there is no recap. I'm too busy trying to remember what I did with my keys. Do you get what I'm saying? A lot of people have kids. They're trying to make sure that their child is at school on time. And you want to be on the phone for three hours to tell me about what happened with you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Now, I do believe that you do make time for the things you care about. Obviously. But there's also levels to this shit. And I am very open to this discussion. I love having this discussion because I have seen both sides of this. Um, As a gym, that's kind of what we do. We look at both sides and we kind of, you know, feel what happens on both and we come up with an understanding. Now... (laughs) I'm going to tie this into our next topic and you're going to be blown away with how I do that. Now we're going to talk about black women and their mothers, minority women and their mothers. A majority of black women don't have a good relationship with their moms. I said what I said. There's a lot of, uh, confrontation, a lot of um, competition, negativity um, with the daughters of the family, right? However, the sons of the family get a little bit of a break or their pressure is slightly different. Now, I'm not going to speak on that experience because obviously I am the former and not the latter, okay? Now, I have spoken on this quite several different occasions, different platforms that me and my mother have a very strained relationship. And it's just more so because of, you know, trauma that has not been dealt with. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. Trauma that has not been dealt with. My mom comes from a generation where mental health was not a common discussion that didn't follow up with some type of humiliation or some shame attached to it. Right. So I come from a generation where we talk about our emotions freely and we want to get to the bottom of our mental health and we want to do shadow work and all of that. Right. 
However, my mom did not come from that generation. So the trauma that she's holding on to, the pain that she's gone through, all of that that she carries with her, that bag is bigger than Santa's gift bag, okay? She has a lot that she trudges with her, a lot of pain, a lot of trauma that she has not let go of. Now that interferes with my relationship with her because she acts out of pain. She she reacts to things out of pain and out of spite and out of pettiness instead of out of light, love, and warmth. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get to have a really good relationship with my mother because we butt heads, but instead of having conversations about why we are butting heads, I get hit with some, some things that are off the wall, y'all. I'm not even going to get into, this is not that episode. Um, but that is, that is what I'm talking about right now. Now I want to explain to you how that relationship with my mother interfered with my relationship with other women. Okay. See how I'm tying this together. Mine blown. Get ready. Because of the traumatic relationship I had with my mother, I attached the way that she responded to me and projected that onto other women I came in contact with. You don't even know. You don't even know you're doing it, right? So I had a friend of a very long, a long-term friend, right? Um, we no longer talk at this time, but it was more so for different reasons than the one I'm about to discuss with you. But anyways, I had a long-term friend. And anytime she would try to tell me a situation or a problem, I would brace myself for her to flip out or do something petty because that is what I'm used to from my mother. Okay? You don't even notice you're doing this. But your relationship with the women in your life is a direct relationship, um, a direct result of the relationship that you have with your mother. Whether or not that is in the 3D world and it's just an internal conflict that you have with that relationship, that bond that you have with your maternal figure is how you deal with the other women in your life, okay? And the same goes for men, okay? And I can speak on this experience because of the fact that I have a very deep relationship with my brother and we talk about stuff like this. So... His relationship with my mom, with our mother, has interfered how he goes about dating and things of that nature. Now, luckily, we have a good relationship. So I'm hoping that my bond with him will help him fill in some of the missing pieces, the cracks that he has in the bond with our mom. It's a very deep, deep thing. No love is like your maternal though, right? And even though, you know, I changed his diapers an ish, and I am his big sister, I'm not his mother. And I am very aware of that, right? So there's nothing that I could possibly do to replace it, but I will try my hardest to glue together pieces that, you know, he needs so he can function well. Because he is obviously going to have to face the trauma that he has from those relationships right? I mean, from the relationship of our mother. And how do you think the universe does that? By sending to you people who have the same issues, right? So you have to face the trauma that you have gone through 
by dealing with the people that are going to bring it out of you so you can face it. Now, you're not, if you don't catch it, you're going to be on that merry-go-round, right? And I'm sure all of you know what that's like, where you deal with the same kind of person and you're like, what the hell is going on? Why do I keep attracting type A, right? It's because type A is a reflection of what's inside of you. And you need to clean that up. Clean it up. (laughs) Do some shadow work. Which you can do with a shadow work journal that is on Amazon, by the way. Lighting up the dark. Shameless plug. This is my platform. I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, now, obviously, I feel like there's a lot of pain that has been passed down through the women in minority um in the minority aspects because of the fact that a lot of women in the minority you know um Jesus I'm losing my words because I have so much I want to say um a lot of women in minorities um take on the brunt of being the backbone of their communities and they get you know under um valued they're you know underestimated they are pushed to the brink of you know pain on top of pain on top of pain and we're just now learning about self-love so there's so much baggage and trauma and scars there and they pass that down to their daughters because they teach their daughters that this is how you're supposed to do it and don't depend on you know anyone else because this is how it's supposed to get done and you need to be able to like it's it's an ongoing cycle right But the cycle stops with us. I'm so happy to say that I know so many women who have decided to teach their daughters differently. That's a proud thing for me. Now, I don't have my babies here in the 3D. They are up there flying around with my best friend and my dad and having the time of their lives, right? Kicking around, you know, beach balls and itch. And, you know, I know that they're happy and I know they're taken care of. But it does bring me joy as a mother who can't physically do that for her kids that I'm able to see it happen with people who are near me. Okay. Now, this is not supposed to be one of those long episodes. So we're going to try and tie this up with a bow. And I'm going to leave you with the question of the day and a little tidbit. My question is two parts. First, I want to know Have you gone through a friendship breakup? And how did you recover from that breakup, right? Because every breakup that you have has a little bit of a mourning period, whether you physically, you know, relatively, you know, decide to actually pay attention to it or not, right? So how do you get over your friendship breakups? And men, please do chime in as well, because I'm really interested in the aspect. And then on top of that, I also want to know that as a minority woman, do you have a good relationship with your mother? Two parts. Simple, right? You don't have to go into why. You don't have to go into, you know, what she did, what you did, anything. Okay? We're going to keep it simple. When you went through a female breakup, a friendship breakup, how did you recover? And do you have a good relationship with your mother? Men, chime in on that too, okay? I'm opening it up to both. 
I want to know. Okay, now I'm going to leave you with this little tidbit. Little, a little gem. We're going to drop it. If you are constantly encountering the same kind of people in your life, and you are really wondering, why is this? You need to do some shadow work. You need to sit down. You need to think about what are they poss- what are they doing that I don't like? And how does that relate to me? What is that triggering in me? How do I, you know, look at this? Does this look like something my mother did? Does this look like something my father did? Does this look like something I do and I don't like? Okay? Being introspective is one of my greatest superpowers. Because even though I thought that it was a very common thing, ladies and gents, it is not. (laughs) So I use my gift to help other people be able to look within themselves and see where do we need to go next. Okay? Now, I am definitely going to touch on these topics again. Why? Because like I said, we just poked them poke the very top of them we're not going to dive deep into anything like that and how it deals with your psyche and how you know it deals with your other relationships and things just yet we're gonna leave it there but I do want to tell you all that I love you very much I appreciate you all very much to my day ones y'all know who y'all are thanks for rocking with me and thanks for helping me produce the greatest version of me Thank you for being my backbone when I lost my strength to stand. Okay. Now, with that being said, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to Kink and Tell with Chantel the Gym. I appreciate you all so, so much. Y'all have a good one. Talk to you soon.